everybody. This is Megan Whitmer. And this is Amanda Gardner. And welcome back to the Creative Oracle. Hey, Megan, how are you doing this week? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Um, it's always so much fun to hop on here and record and just catch up, you know? I know. It's, it's, it's nice to, um, to hear your voice and to talk to people and to get these nice, positive, lovely cards out there into the world. Yeah, I love it. I know I said it last time, but on our recording days, I'm always like, oh, good, we get that today. And it's not just the, you know, having something to do, which is definitely a plus, <laughs> but it's also like, you know, <laughs> Just time doing this thing that feels so positive, and I don't know, it just makes me happy. It so, is nice. It is nice. Again, thanks for um, always doing this with me. <laughs> yes, this is just—it's my favorite. Um, so last week, you know, we talked about the chariot. How would you sort of um, describe how that impacted you? If it impacted you, it might not have. You know. Well, I think what what you had been talking about last week, um, as and the conclusions we came to about this void that has been created like this, um, that's given us this like kind of vacancy that we didn't have before in our lives Mm -hmm. and how that has made you so much more aware of certain things. Yeah. Um, I think I noticed that more than usual this past week. Really? Um, I think it has been something that I had sort of been peripherally noticing, like in my own thoughts and in noticing other people's like Facebook statuses and everything. But Mm-hmm. really just and I've pointed it out to the girls um I've taught I can't tell you how many times I've told Ella like it's good to be bored I know you're bored yes it, but that's good because now you need to you have to think real hard about what can you do to fill your time like what can you mm-hmm. do and some of the things that I'm telling them to do when I'm like you know read a book write a story draw a thing here's a puzzle like <laughs> there's all these things to do we have a great house full of all sorts of things that you could do it's Go true figure it out. yeah it's true it's we don't realize how much how much stuff we have like I went up to my boys room like so my boys are 9 and 11 my big ones um and I saw they had all of these like somebody gave them like a paper airplane kit somebody made them like a, a gummy maker machine somebody made like a somebody got Riley a blow pop maker like you know like the the lollipops with the gum inside like Mm -hmm. dude you have so many fun things to do and I mean I forgot that my husband and I used to collect like board games and just never play them like we got into this thing we're like we should play board games with people and then never did (laughs) (laughs) so we have all these games like yesterday we played exploding kittens have you ever played that no but I've heard it's so fun it is fun it is fun and um so yeah the other day when the power went out um a week or so ago, we um, found exploding kittens. We we're like, you know what? Let's uh, let's give this a shot. And my big boys, we we had we had some good laughs, and we said, you know what? We'll play that again. And then there are these other board games. So we have this one called Carcassonne that's really fun. This one called Ticket to Ride that's really fun. So we just play in a lot of board games and um, playing with the stuff that's already inside our house. Like, so I read a book uh, probably a year or two ago when I was doing my whole minivan university thing. I don't know if I've mentioned that on the show, but um. When I got sick with mono, I went on this binge for several years of doing nothing but audiobooks when I was in the car and, you know, driving my kids all over creation. I listened to 
several hundred personal development books, right? I am like yeah. a resource and a half. I can, I can like call upon all of these amazing books. But one of them was called Soulful Simplicity uh, by Courtney Carver. And she talks about not buying anything. Like she, she's like a minimalist. Mm-hmm. And she talks about like not buying anything for a year or just using the wardrobe you have. And I'm just like, I should do that because I have so much stuff that yeah. I don't wear. And I have so many things that like I'll overwear and I have clothes. I honest God have two shirts that I've had since high school. And I'm like, why, <laughs> why on earth do I have these? But it's like, why do I keep buying if I have all this stuff and like stuff I don't wear stuff is still with tags, you know, um, we can make do with what we have in a really, really easy way. And I think that this is sort of forcing us to do it. Like today I'm wearing pants that I've not worn in probably since I bought them, I think. And they're nice. They're Lululemons. Like they're nice pants, but I never wore them. And so I'm like, Hey, yeah. let's mix things up a bit. Let's do it. Um, Oh, another thing is, um, Another one of the books I read uh, called The Happiness Advantage by Sean Acor, which I honestly, everybody who's listening, if you're listening, read The Happiness Advantage. Um, Have you seen his TED Talk? Oh, my God. No, but I bet it's amazing. Oh, it's so good. I love his TED Talk so much. He is really interesting. He's a happiness researcher. Yeah. And he studied at Harvard where people were incredibly unhappy. When he went to Harvard, he thought he was so grateful because he was from this really small town and he thought it was such an honor to go. And then when he got here, there he was like, oh my God, everyone's miserable. What is happening? (laughs) Um, And so he studied happiness and, you know, he even taught this class where he was like, "Um, I'm going to teach a a class on happiness. I might get like five people. No, like a thousand signed up because everybody wants to be happy, but they don't know how. Right. And so... I'm sorry, I'm rambling, but like I get no, I really love excited it. with a book that I like. You cannot stop me. I'm a freight train <laughs> of excitement and enthusiasm. That should be my my tagline. Amanda Gardner, freight train of excitement and enthusiasm. <laughs> anyway, one of the things he talks about is having people pick out their three favorite things that happened in that day and write them down or express mm-hmm. them to somebody. So ever since we locked down with the kids. Um, at dinner, I asked the kids, what are your three happy things? And the, the little ones, like my four-year-old and three-year-old, they are so excited every day to come up with three things that they loved from that day. Yeah. And I feel like this practice of it's, it's, it's great. It's kind of like sneaky gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like, they don't know that it's a gratitude exercise, but the science behind it is what makes me excited. So anyway, we go around the table. Everybody says that the three things that they liked the most that day or from the night before, because sometimes we do fun things at night and it doesn't make the, uh, you know, the daily table right. talk. Not before dinner. Um, right. So the reason behind it is that it allows your brain, it, it trains your brain to scan for the good things in life. Right. And make them stand out. Because so many times we'll go through the day and great things will happen, but like they won't really be on our radar or beautiful things. Like today, one of my three happy things at dinner, uh, we have all these daffodils popping up in the yard and one of them, just one, has an orange center and the rest have yellow. And it was just so beautiful. And I, I feel like because I wouldn't have noticed that one orange one and like been so fixated on it, but I've been training my brain to notice the good things. Yeah, yeah. And so- like I called it to their attention. We all went up to it and looked at it. We talked about plants and we talked about how these bulbs grow every year. And it's just like, 
yeah. we can, a, a lot of people are trained to notice the bad. And if you can train your brain to notice the good, even if it's, it's something as simple as like, Hey, just mention three things that made you happy during the day. Like the, the amount it affects your life. He, he said that it's one of the number one things you can do to improve your overall happiness in life. Absolutely. And it's like, dude, if I can do that with my kids during this difficult time, heck yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I feel like, so back when I was in high school, um, was when like the whole idea of a gratitude journal was like a big thing, you know, Oprah mm. was talking about it and, you know, and, uh, my mom, I came home one day and she had a gratitude journal for me and it just had like every day it had five lines and it was just like, write down five things. And it's one of those things that I am really thankful for her giving to me, particularly at that point in my life. Cause you know, when you're a teenager and it's just like, life is insane and yeah, so much drama and your hormones and emotions are all over the place. Yeah. Um, and I think that giving that to me then. And I made such a habit of it that I totally credit that for like who I am now, as far as sometimes I take it to the extreme of like, I so easily look for what's good in a person that sometimes I don't notice things I should, you know, that maybe (laughs) might be bad things, but like, uh, overall I'm super, super happy that that's a practice that I have naturally. That's amazing. Well, you've just reminded me though, that like, I don't think that's something I've really done a good job of teaching to my kids Um, but wait a minute it may have been done through osmosis though maybe it's part of your personality it's part of like the core of who you are so maybe they're getting it naturally but I mean so don't don't give yourself a hard time but yeah maybe maybe mom guilt (laughs) you know how Megan you know how you bought 10 or so planners this year and we have nothing to plan (laughs) maybe maybe give those to your girls and just be like hey just fill this up with three nice things every day (laughs) that's so smart I should totally do that I actually think I already gave a few of them to Ella just because she likes to play with planners but I should see what I can find yeah that's a good that's such a good idea the year you buy an absurd amount of planners, and you <laughs> there's me. nothing, there's nothing to put in those pages at all. Well, I mean, you can write down, you know, when we record. Oh yeah. It's the one exciting. thing. This the and my poetry thing. class. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> How is poetry class going? It's going really well. I really love it. Um, I still don't think that my poems are on par with everybody else's in the class. Oh, it was 11, 11 in the recording. I just, I, 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 <laughs> um, but I, I am not nearly as um, concerned about that as I was like at the beginning of the class. Like as, as it goes on, I'm more and more comfortable one with the, I think I'm getting better, but secondly, it's that whole thing of like, it's okay if I'm a beginner, you know, like I've talked about that before. It's okay to be a beginner. You're going to be a beginner sometimes at things and that's fine. Right. Beginner doesn't mean bad. It doesn't mean young. It just means new and that's fine. New things are good. Like newness, especially right now. I am so thankful for that. I could never have known how important the poetry class would become to me <laughs> until this happened. And it's like, oh my God, thank God I have that poetry class because it's that, just one wow. more creative outlet. It's one more social interaction. Like, it's just, it's good. I am so glad you did it. Yeah, Let's talk about cards. What are you going to pull for us today? So last week, um, you pulled out your tarot deck and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to do that too. <laughs> Yay! So... I have, it's called the Line Strider's Journey. And I'm not sure how you say your name. S-I-O-L-O, Ciolo Thompson. I'm not sure if that's correct. And I'm really it's apologetic. beautiful. It is. It's really I love beautiful. it. And I'm sure, however it's pronounced, it's perfect. Um, so, and 
I got this deck. It's my very first tarot deck. And I got it because I really, really, really love the artwork. It's just beautiful. Um, and now it's unlike yours in that not every single card is positive. But it does have every single card has like a positive read or a negative read. So whatever right. card I pull today, I'm just going to focus on the positive. Fabulous. And P.S., if you are local to Lexington, um, or actually, I don't even know if you have to be local to Lexington because everything's done online now, but Ooh. Creatures of Whim, W-H-I-M, is my favorite little witchy store. It's in Lexington, and they have this deck. I noticed it last night when I was looking online at her, sto- at her shop. They have this deck for sale there. So if you want to support oh, a really great locally owned small business that is struggling through these times... And even if you don't buy this deck, you should just go buy stuff from there. They'll ship it to you. Well, you sent me my birthday gifts. I turned 40. We both turned 40 this year. And Megan, when I ever got that beautiful gift from you, like it was all little things from that shop. And I love every single bit of it. So I will definitely check out this shop. Thank you. I love the shop so, so much. And I love the girl that owns it. And I just, it's one of those places that I'm like, please make it through this. (laughs) Please. I know. Yeah. um, It's such a unique place. So, okay. So I'm going to shuffle through these. And sort of see just one card. What do we need to hear right now? Okay. I pulled the Four of Swords. Okay, let's see the Four of Swords. What does it say about the Four of Swords? Okay, well, I'm going to stall a second while I look it up. I am going to say... Um, <laughs> I, I, I know what this is, and it makes me laugh. I know. Amanda is much more of... Um, I, I know you don't like it when I say you're an expert, but you know a lot more about tarot than I do. And mm. so I'm going to let you um, interrupt me at any point. I'm going to ask you lots of questions. Okay. Because I'm not sure that my um, interpretation will be as good as yours, since I don't know as much oh, about stop. tarot. Well, I'm just saying, okay, so four swords, um, this is funny. The four swords depicts a period of rest after a time of challenge. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Again, the weird cycle of, I mean, this is crazy. It's like, now it is time to stay silent and inactive, replenish your strength and spend time in solitude and contemplation. The Four of Swords asks you to put down your sword for a time. There will be battles in the future, but you must take time to mend, sharpen, and recover. Now may not be the best time to make decisions. After a time of rest, the path forward will become clearer. Um, Create space to think, dream, and heal while taking a break from the thoughts and demands of others. So on this card... They drew the figure of a sleeping lion. That it's an animal that hunts fiercely and then rests intensely. And there are flowers blooming around the lion to remind us that rest is necessary for growth. Please, that's a good card. My God, and it is the cycle because our last card was the chariot, and it was like get it, get it, and now it's like and now rest again, and like it, it genuinely. Like, I, like I, I hope there are not listeners out there being like, it's rigged. But like, I swear, we're pulling. No, yeah, no. Like the whole point is that we are we are wanting this advice to see what the universe or whatever these cards have to say to us. And it's appropriate every time because that's how awesome Oracle cards, totally. and cards are. And like, I don't know enough to know that like when I pull the two of two, uh, whatever I just pulled, the four of swords, it's going to mean that. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. Right. 
I don't know. Oh, Four of Swords. Um, a little hack, a little tarot hack. And um, like I said, I know tarot, but I don't. I, I, I have not studied it deeply enough. But from what I understand, even cards are tep- typically more positive than than odd numbered cards. Okay. So, um, you know, the the first tar- tarot card I ever got, tarot deck I ever got, was Rider Weight, and that is the kind of gold standard of tarot cards. Like, oh, like that's that's kind of everybody's like starter deck, or the people who just this is my deck. I actually still have my Rider Weight deck from middle school, and I'm forty. <laughs> So I I think that we'll have to pull that out at some point. It's got to have all sorts of teen angst inside it. So I'll have to rake you the the bejesus out of it. But um, (laughs) anyway, so, you know, if you're coming at this card from a rider weight perspective, so um, the four of swords shows a knight lying horizontally on a tomb. He's in full armor. His hands are in the position of prayer as a sign of rest. Uh, One sword lies beneath the knight, symbolizing a single point of focus, and three swords hang above him, pointing downwards uh, towards his head and torso. The stained glass window above him shows a woman and child together, and it just means rest, relaxation, meditation, contemplation, and recuperation. Um, I am referencing Biddy Tarot. Um, I follow her on Instagram. She's awesome. She's got really nice, clear, concise tarot descriptions and mm-hmm. she does like courses and stuff so i like her a lot we'll have to tag her but um the four of swords like this is very much like 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 the water your garden card don't yeah. you think yeah and i feel like it's such a good like when we you know look at the cycle that we've gone through of the cards mm-hmm. it's just such a good reminder and like you said um bef- like the last episode when you were like it's okay that i haven't made a plan yet yeah um and it's like, cause not everybody's ready to move on. Like, you know, we're doing an episode every week, so we're, t- we're giving you all a new card every week, but it's not like we're saying, okay, last week's card is over and now right. you have this week's card. <laughs> so, did you do your homework? It. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, these are all just things to sort of notice patterns and keep them in your mind and see which cards, cause some of them are going to speak to you more than others. And some yeah. of them are going to pop in your head more than others. I am still constantly thinking about <laughs> that. Look at the bigger picture card from like oh episode God. two, which was, you know, it's been yeah. several weeks ago that we recorded that. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, it's such a good reminder that there is a cycle. There is a pattern and wherever you are in that cycle, you're not going to be there forever. Right. And, and that's good. Even if you're in a good place right now, you're yeah. not always going to be at the top. So Things will go through a cycle. You're going to rest. You're going to have like a dormant period and then that will end. And then you'll go into creating again, you know, and it's just like this whole thing. And if we're ready for it, I think that's so much better. Well, I think that everybody needs a period of rest. Mm-hmm. Everybody, we can't. Okay. So one of the things that I'm super passionate about is, um, is meditation as, as you may know, but there's this phenomenon about creativity and the shower do you have you ever noticed that you have good ideas in either the bath or the shower okay I read something about this like the science behind it but yes. you go first because yes. maybe we're going to talk about the same thing so <laughs> it's it's incredible so the whole thing is like yes it is a universal phenomenon that people have good ideas in the shower or in the tub but the reason behind it is we it is a time of rest and reset and relaxation where we are not inundated with outside forces we are not we do not have our phones in the shower i don't care about waterproof phones or whatever like i'm glad we don't take our phones in the shower why why would anybody take their phone in the shower? it's psychotic it's psychotic um so we don't have our phones in the shower 
we are being massaged with warm water. We have these beautiful fragrant smells coming at us from shampoo and conditioners and all these things. And it's a time where our body is marinating and resting and resetting from all of our days and nights Mm -hmm. stimuli. So it's a time where our body is like just naturally chilling. And so all of these things that have been sort of ruminating are allowed to pop up. And I swear to you, like sometimes like I'll say to my husband, like we're, we're brainstorming about the game and I'll be like, hey, I need a power shower. Like I will go shower or like take a bath and come back with like, oh, I solved the problem. Like, here's what we have. Yeah. To do. And it is amazing. And it on one hand, like part of me is like, oh, dude, like I can't take rest and then make it active like that's free of me to take something that's restful and restorative and be like yay it's working for me but we can make rest work for us rest does not have to be this like um indolent lazy idea like rest can be just as productive as action and people don't realize it there's um a thing i read it's called the science of creativity and it talks about this same deal. And it was talking about, they've done studies on the brain where they look at your brain activity doing different things. And in the shower specifically, they have noticed that they call it a brain blink is what this Ooh. article called it because it's like all your senses, um, they get a break because you're in the shower. So there's the white noise Yeah, there's like you said, like the smells and everything that are going on. It's all things that you're used to, I guess, is what my point is. Um, You've been taking showers regular showers regularly for years. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. the activities that you're doing with your with your body are just routine. The smells are routine. The sound is the white noise of the water. The visual in your shower is like there's not a lot of visual stimulation in the shower. And a lot of times maybe your eyes are closed while mm-hmm. you're running, water's running over you. Yeah. So by shutting down all of that, it opens up like they have seen like this whole thing of like a surge of activity from other parts of your brain that may not normally show up in that moment. You know what I mean? So yeah. like that's why so many times you'll have this creative breakthrough in the shower because your brain was given enough of a break to allow it to happen. Amazing. It so, was fascinating when yeah. I read it. I loved it. All you creatives, that's the advice for this week. <laughs> take a nice bath or shower. Well, and it's like, even if you can't like run and take a shower right then for whatever reason, or there's other ways that you can simulate that with um, just like, like what you're saying, like just appreciate the rest periods or find some sort of routine activity to do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we talk about this in other areas, but like if you, get focused on something routine, like working a puzzle or folding laundry or washing the dishes, like whatever, like where it's kind of keeping your brain occupied, but you don't have to sit there and like super think about it really hard, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, it's such a good way to like, let the rest of your brain wonder, you know? And, and I have so many breakthroughs with stories that way where I'll be like I gotta go fold laundry or something oh I do that all the time yeah it'll just pop in my head like the answer to what I've needed and I'm like oh okay or you know when you're asleep and you wake up and you're like oh there it is you know 100% and like that's why keeping dream journals is good and that's why yeah I mean I it's a physical activity that's that's um automatic so folding Mm -hmm. laundry you're not like how should I crease these pants yeah it's like an automatic thing and that's what's so cool is that you can put your brain on this interesting sort of 
um, body autopilot and, mm-hmm. and then it just happens. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. Cause if you sit down and you're like, I'm going to solve this pro- plot issue. It's <laughs> like, that is the quickest way for my brain to go completely stupid. I'm not going to yeah. think of anything. Like it's just so pointless. And, or even at times when I sit down and I'm like, I'm going to write 2000 words today. Like that's, I can't do that. My brain does not work that way. Yeah. Um, I have to, now I do think it's good to like push myself. I'm not going to be like, I can't write at all, but it's okay if I don't reach 2000 words today just won't be that day. I'm not going to push it because pushing it never seems to help for me. I agree completely, completely. Yeah. So this was a good card. I'm glad this was a great card. I'm so excited that we had two good tarot cards right in a row. Cause you know, tarot scares me a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully this will demystify it a bit for the both of us. And um, one day, one day I will pull out that middle school deck, but who knows? I cannot wait. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Um, well, anyway, if everybody, you know, if you enjoyed these cards, if any resonated, if you have an interesting thought you'd like to share, please, please, please hit us up. I am at Amanda S. Gardner on both Instagram and Twitter. I am Megan underscore Whitmer on Instagram. And also, if you have any decks like Oracle decks or Tarot decks that you would recommend, because I'm yes. always trying to, I keep thinking like I want to buy more just because I love them, but I'm never sure where to start. Mm. So. I always pay attention to which ones do you have, but I'm curious, like, what do other people? We, yeah, I know, I know. I kind of, I kind of want to get another deck now. Yeah. Hit us up people. We want to know. We want to know. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.